Um, what's up, stoners? Welcome to I'm Too Effing High with James Mastriani. I am your host, James Mastriani. And uh, with me is uh, my co-host, uh, DJ Blue Dream. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> yeah, what's up, DJ Blue Dream? What's happening? How are you, man? Pretty high, pretty high. Yeah, I'm very high right now. Yeah, me um, too. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, that is the point of this podcast. Uh, so basically, uh, what this show is, DJ Blue Dream, is a show. Weed every day. <laughs> oh, you're gonna play that every time. Every time I say your name, is that the is that the trigger? DJ Blue Dream. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> um. So what this show is is um it's a podcast where we test the age old question of uh, does marijuana make you funnier? And uh, I bring on comedians. I get them high on marijuana. And uh, I set them up with some really fun prompts. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's what the show is. Yeah, it's like a, a part game show, part talk show. Yeah, all stone show. Yeah, all all uh, all stoned show. Every show should be an all stoned show. I agree. Um, so our first uh, our first quick thing before we bring our guests in here um, is uh, ideas. The name of the segment, Hideas. It's a idea. I love it. Um, So, Drew or DJ Blue Dream, (laughs) I just called you out of character. Um, I had this idea recently where I was, I was really high, and I was thinking. Uh, if you could get every animal on land to play tag (laughs) against each other, Uh which one would win? Like which one would be like, nobody would ever be able to tag that animal. Wouldn't it be like just the fastest mammal? See, I thought about that. I thought about that. But I actually think agility is more oh, important. True. And if we're talking about winged animals or like flying animals, yeah. they automatically they automatically would win. That's yeah. why they they have to be on land. And so I think I think it would be squirrels. I think a squirrel. What what could catch a squirrel? A hunter. <laughs> a hunter. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, but that's a good, that's an interesting premise for like a, a movie. Yeah. Animal tag. Animal tag? Yeah. I would watch that. <laughs> Who would be your lead? Uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. <laughs> just because, just because I think I just thought of him because he was my idea. My idea was, it was less of a cool premise as it was just like something that occurred to me that I thought was interesting which is, uh, if you've seen the movie Straight Outta Compton, O'Shea yeah. Jackson Jr. plays his dad, Ice Cube, right? Mm-hmm. But there was a, it, it, was, it was on HBO and I was very high. And I noticed that there's a scene where Ice Cube meets and like romances uh, his wife, who's O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s mom. It's just oh. interesting. Isn't that a weird dynamic? Like that you're playing weird. your dad yeah. making out with your mom in a scene? You're, you're replicating... The way you were led up to your parents fucking each other, but you're playing as if you're fucking your mom. Yeah, there's something 
but it's not your mom because it's an actress, but you're pretending it's your mom to get in the into character. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I <laughs> That's like it. my idea. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Uh, let's bring out our guest, shall we? Woo. Yeah. Um, we've got on the, uh, on, on the panel today, we've got uh, a couple of really funny dudes. Uh, Alex Fernie and ooh. I like that. Uh, and Casey Faye. Oh, we each got our own one. Nice. Yeah. I love the way you love me. Yeah. Welcome, dudes. Thank you. I liked how Drew's high idea was think about fucking your mom. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a nice, soothing way to get your high started. <laughs> Um, so the first thing that I always do, uh, at the very beginning of this, I say, I say always, uh, in the live shows that we've done, this is, this is what, uh, I always start with and I'll start with you, Alex Fernie. Um, so, uh, tell me a little bit about your relationship to marijuana. What is your relationship to marijuana? Uh, it is, uh, existence, but, uh, you know, not common. Uh, Like I I don't smoke very rarely. (laughs) I used to, like, I feel like in, like, high school and college, I smoked a lot more. And then when I moved out to California, I honestly think part of it was I was so broke. Oh, I didn't yeah. really enter in. And it's kind of like, it's almost like working out where the more you do it, the better you are at it. Yeah. And you take, like, two weeks off. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, <laughs> oh, gosh. This is weird again, right? Yeah, you yeah. have to get back into that. Yeah. So I just kind of fell out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish, I wish my doctor also felt like smoking weed was like working out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're, uh, the first person to compare working out to smoking weed. Uh, I like that. I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it does. It takes practice. Yeah. It takes practice to get mm-hmm. good at. Um, how about you, Casey Faye? Uh, I know the answer to this cause I, I, mm-hmm. I we, we always talk about our relationship to yeah, marijuana with each other. <laughs> Every time we're we text yeah. each other, what's your relationship with marijuana like today? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I smoke weed when I'm done with all my things for the day. Okay. And I'd probably do that about five times a week. Five or six times a week. Okay. Um, Smoke weed almost every day. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got all the options in every there. Every single one. That's great. 221 variations. <laughs> uh, yeah. I will, you know, I will smoke weed when I work out or before I work out. Oh, will you? And combining his uh, analogies there. Yeah. Do you not uh, find that it doesn't make you lazy or not want to work out? I try to, if I, like, if I'm going to do it, I'll do it like two hours before I work out. So that it's like still, I'm like, I can get in that right zone where I yeah. can just like focus on something and keep doing that thing, even if I don't really want to do that thing. Right, right. Which is me working out. <laughs> keep doing that thing I don't want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not so great working out uh, high. I feel like, um, I, it, yeah, it, it takes that uh, takes that motivation right out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, awesome. Well, thanks for answering uh, that silly question. But Thanks for like asking. It. It's embarrassing. <laughs> is that you? Is that a soundbite of you? But I don't like it. I it's embarrassing so. to me. Is it me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Apparently, yes. <laughs> I what? thought it would freak you out if you were high and you heard your own voice. <laughs> I did not recognize it as my own voice. <laughs> I didn't either. So I was like, oh, I don't understand the significance of those words. <laughs> I definitely, yeah, that, that freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. If you heard your own voice, um, especially if you were about to say something and then you heard your <laughs> own voice. Your, what you were about really to say high. was the exact same thing that you just heard. <laughs> 
I think we're describing talking right now. Oh, would it be crazy? <laughs> I think that's what we're describing. We're de- How terrifying is talking when you're high? Very terrifying. My voice just said that thing I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the reverberations? Is, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, awesome. Well, we're gonna get to our uh, we're gonna get to our first segment, you guys, and um, we are going to uh, we're gonna start with a hypothetical situation. What do you do when you got a situation that you know is all theoretical, but you're high when you're high? We call that situation hypothetical. It's so hypothetical. Situation. It's a hypothetical situation. It's a hypothetical situation. It's a hypo. Hypothetical situation. <laughs> How is hypothetical spelled in this version? Um. Oh, now it's spelled H I G H. Pathetical. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good punch-up work. Yeah, yeah, really good, buddy. Really good. All the names of the segments, you know. <laughs> Related to weed, otherwise, what are we doing? Yeah, that's a good point. How that's dare you point. just have a regular segment? <laughs> just a regular se- yeah. And this next segment is just called Double Jeopardy. <laughs> um, great. Based on the Ashley Judd movie where he gets to kill a, <laughs> kill a man twice. <laughs> we just got Morgan high. Freeman was in that, right? I think so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so the uh, we're in the midst of a pretty intense election right now, as you guys mm-hmm. know. And, um, we've got Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, uh, you know, and, and I think everybody should vote for Hillary Clinton. <laughs> that would be my, any stoners out there that, uh, are, are progressive and, and love to smoke weeds. Don't vote against yourself. Um, is that preachy? I don't know. Did, did I just, who's, I mean, preachy? who's someone who gets, who's someone who smokes weed and votes Trump? Like probably just someone who's racist. <laughs> is there another lazy racist? <laughs> lazy hungry racists. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Otherwise, yeah. Um so we're going to do uh we're going to do a couple of uh election based uh the theme of this is elections and a couple election based uh games here or segments or whatever. Uh I don't know what the, what to what to call them. Funds, little funds things. <laughs> Uh, so the first thing Each we're going to do. Each option got worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the end, not appealing anymore. Well, that's that's how I want this podcast to go. I want it to go. I want it to start off really great. Whoops. And then I want to lose people 10 minutes in. Uh, well, you've lost all the Trump supporters already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck this guy. Um, so we're going to start. The first thing we're going to start with is a uh, good old fashioned debate. All right. Oh you, you guys are going to debate each other. Um, I'm looking at a timer right be, uh, right there. Um, and, uh, each of you are going to get one minute to make your point. Uh, and, uh, I'll give you a couple different things. Cool. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, and I'll let you know what, what your thing is. All okay. right. So the first thing is, um, you are going to debate, uh, Alex Fernie, you're going to take Doritos. Mm-hmm. Casey, you're going to take Cheetos. Okay. Uh, and you have one minute to debate why you believe the snack is the best munchie to eat when you're high. All right. Okay. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go. I can see the clock. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> go for it. Uh, Cheetos are the best uh, snack to have when you're high uh, for a few simple reasons. Uh, they come in various sizes. There's small Cheetos. There's big Cheetos. Uh, also, I think, actually, I'm going to spend most of my time talking about why Doritos are terrible. 
I <laughs> Doritos are terrible because I took a class in college uh, about health. I took a health class. <laughs> 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 I was in a health class in college, and uh, I I learned I remember nothing from it aside from Doritos have the worst kind of fats in it. Doritos are terrible. <laughs> That's the one thing. I, the only thing I took away from that class. They also made us try to eat vegan for a day. But the only thing I took away was that Doritos are terrible. Also, I like I used to eat Cool Ranch, but the next day when I ate them, I would have a taste in the back of my throat that I could tell I ate Cool Ranch Doritos yesterday, and that uh, food shouldn't have that. Uh, so I go Cheetos purely because it's not Doritos, and you also get some orange stuff on your fingers. Ah, that's great, man. That's great. Yeah, that's a really great point. I thought you made some some really solid points, right, DJ Blue Dream? Smoke weed every day. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Fernie, you have one minute. Okay. You know, there's part of food that is aesthetic. And I think of that when I think of chips. I'm going to eat Doritos because they look like chips. I'm not going to eat Cheetos because they look like little weird poops. And most of my argument is about crunchy poops are a gross food. When you open a bag of Cheetos and they're all in there like a bunch of weird little orange logs. And you're thinking, I want to put that in my mouth. That's not how I think. That's not how I feel. I want a chip to look like a chip. This is the United States of America. And if a chip doesn't look like a chip, then what the fuck are we even doing? I can't see the clock. No, you're good, man. You're okay. good. That's a minute. Great. That's a minute. Wow. Both great points. Really good points. Both really good points. Yeah. Very convincing. Um, the truth is, and we don't do winners on uh, on this podcast. <laughs> There's, There's never no been a winner. There on this There's podcast. never been a winner. Nobody's a winner. You're not a winner if you're listening to this. You're not a winner if you're in this room doing this podcast right now. Um, there's no winners here. We're just here to, um, have a little fun. I think both of you guys, <laughs> what a stoner way to do yeah. this game. I know it really is. No stakes. <laughs> the laziest, the laziest fucking way to do this is just like, that was great. That was great. Let's move on. <laughs> um, awesome. Let's do another one. The Let's audience could judge at home. Yeah, exactly. You could keep scoring home if you want. Um, if you want, you can tweet to these guys. Mm -hmm. um, you can tweet Please don't to tweet them. me. Crunchy poops. <laughs> Crunchy poops are bad to eat. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't need that. Tweet to me. Yeah. Tweet at them. Let them know what you thought of uh, who I got a bunch of hate mail from people. Oh, man. That'd be great. Um, awesome. Uh, so this next one, this next debate subject. Uh, what's cooler? All right. Um, Alex Fernie, you're going to take space aliens. Okay. All right. Casey, you're going to take underwater creatures and you have to defend cool. why uh, you think your thing is cooler. All right. Fernie, we'll have you go first yes. this time. Cool. Okay. Great. One minute. Uh, space aliens are cooler than underwater creatures because they're still a hypothetical. We don't even know if they're there. So they can be anything we want. We've all seen a fish. <laughs> we know what a fish is capable of. But what about space aliens? They could do anything. They could be like E.T. and they come down and heal you. They can be like the alien alien where its second mouth punks through your head. We know what fish are going to do, guys. They're going to swim around, rub up against some kelp, eat a little plankton. Is that exciting? Or is a being made of gas light years away more exciting? Nice. That's it. That's nice. great. It's uh, yeah. a great point. Real solid. It's a great point. Yeah. Uh, Casey, your rebuttal. I'm trying to prove what's cooler. 
Yeah, good, because that's what <laughs> 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 I was going to prove anyway. Or try to. Uh, cool. Underwater creatures are cooler because you can actually go and see them and touch them. And that is clearly better. Uh, like, what is cooler, uh, boobs or schnarfen? <laughs> boobs are because you can see them. You can touch them. I made up that other word. <laughs> So it's, it's a dumb thing. It's nothing. Uh, the fact that we get to experience also, I did once have a high thought where I realized that, um, what is underwater is really the earth and we're the other thing on the earth. And I was like, wow, wait, say that again. What is underwater? That is really what earth is. That's the majority of the planet. We are the other thing on earth. Right. We're up on the land. We're like the, so fucking the real deal is down in the sea. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could have rhymed that. I was, uh, that would have been like a Johnny Cochran. No. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the real deal. What rhymes with deal? The real deal eel, is eel. down in the sea. Eels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's a great yeah, point. I'm not sure now. I'm like, I'm split. I know. Which one I think is cool. Don't worry. We don't have to find out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's no winners on this. There's no winners. But again, you can tweet at these guys and let them know. What you thought. Uh, I've never thought of it that way, though. The idea yeah. of like, oh, yeah, we are the minority. I've never thought of. Uh, In terms of like creatures, yeah. right? We're the minority. We're the minority on the planet. The place we occupy is yeah. smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fish are the white people in America <laughs> yeah. of Earth. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. We're, yeah. Also, I've never thought of fish specifically when I thought of fish, I ever thought of them as rubbing up against yeah, kelp. I think I do. Really <laughs> uh, past yeah. the hour somehow. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> now I'm, I'm now in my mind, I'm thinking of like fish supremacists. <laughs> I have a, uh, I have a, a notepad in my phone. One, one of that's just titled genius ideas. <laughs> and that's one of the things that I wrote and it was like, wow, we're the other thing on the planet. <laughs> No, what's the, uh, what's the point? Like the, the purpose of genius ideas, is it just like for bits or no, like, it's like true when I'm like, that is a genius, that idea. Is a genius idea. And I write it in there. That's great. So when, so someday when, when you die, somebody can go through your notepads yeah, I think I guess and go can. and they'll know exactly where to go. They'll go like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll go straight to Casey's genius ideas. <laughs> you wanna, See what I can pull from this. You want to yeah. look at my one man show ideas? <laughs> no. <laughs> or your fucking grocery list. <laughs> yeah. um, great, guys. Awesome. So uh, for the second part of this, what you guys are going to do, I'm going to give you guys a prompt. And uh, you guys are going to do a stump speech uh, based off of uh, the prompt that I give you guys. So uh, you can go ahead. It's written on an index card there. Go ahead and take a look at it. Um, I hope you can read my handwriting. I apologize if you can't. Um, and so basically, uh, you're going to give a stump speech where you're going to be, um, talking about that issue, you know, um, yeah, you get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the difference between the last thing we did in this thing is we're just not, you're not debating each other. Great. This is your, uh, uh, you know, you're standing, imagine you're standing okay, great. in the, in the cornfields of Iowa Okay, and, uh, it's right before the primary. Ooh. In, it's an important time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're surrounded by people, and this is the point you have to make as right. a politician. Do you want them to start with the prompt or just go right into it? Uh, whatever they, whatever you guys want to do. You right. could start with the prompt or work your way into it. Um, who wants to go first? I'll go first this time. Awesome. Fernie. Okay. My fellow Americans, 
There's a lot wrong with the United States of America right now. And the main thing that's wrong with this country is it is not in the exact same shape and form as Middle Earth from the Lord of the Rings series. <laughs> this is something that we can change. In our America, we have Maine and Texas. And who cares about those stupid places? Middle Earth has elves and dragons. It has the Shire. And other places <laughs> in Middle Earth. Based on one cover of a book I've seen, they I have a badger man who runs around, and I don't know what he does, but I've created a story in my own head, but I never read that one. And giants and bear people. Don't you think that you elect me into office, that I can make it more like Middle Earth, that I will literally carve our coasts into the shape from whatever's on the first page of the book? That is my one and only promise to you. <laughs> oh man that was great that was great um god that would cost so much taxpayers money to, to carve to carve the united states into a yeah it would yeah and also it would kill a lot of people <laughs> uh completely fuck up uh ecologically uh i think it'd be a nightmare yep yeah yeah. I also don't think you're going to get very many votes in uh, Maine and Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you just lost those states. Although, I bet you 1% of Texas would vote for you. <laughs> so, a, lot, a lot more than that. Like, oh, hey, tells it like it is. Yeah. He says I'm a piece of shit. I feel like a piece yeah. of shit. You know what? He's an outsider and I like that. <laughs> He's not afraid to say who yeah. the fuck am I. He's never met another politician. I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He doesn't even know other politicians' names. I like that. <laughs> other politicians refuse to talk to that guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah. going to be helpful. Uh, awesome. So, uh, Casey. Great. Casey, this is you, buddy. Great. Uh, it's great to be here in this cornfield in Iowa. Um, let me tell you a little bit of story about another man who was born in a cornfield in Iowa. Uh, my father, Robert Fay. Wasn't born in a cornfield, but he was born in Iowa. Moved to Minnesota shortly after. Worked hard to get a loving family and a good job. Succeeded. Had a nice house. Had a garden that his wife worked at. Grass in the yard. And the only thing that really made Robert Fay's life hard is rabbits getting in my mom's garden. It was just a real, real, real bother to him and him as his life. Which is why I think the people of America need to stop being politically correct and call rabbits what they are. Radical garden terrorists. <laughs> My my father, he's a great man. He's not a he's not a Home Depot kind of guy. He had to go to a Home Depot and get like a rabbit catcher thing and put it out in the garden. And then he catches rabbits in there, but he doesn't want to kill them. He's a nice guy from Iowa, so he has to drive across the Mississippi River and drop the rabbits off on the other side because he thinks they can't get across the Mississippi River. And he might be right. And as you can tell, I'm not super comfortable talking about terrorists <laughs> but I am comfortable talking about rabbits and talking about my father uh, I was also in the Velveteen Rabbit uh, play as a child uh, I forget exactly what I was I think it was the train whatever is like the fifth lead for comic relief and uh, the person who played the Velveteen Rabbit had an affair on her husband and it was a children's play. And that is bad to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the other thing I can talk about when it comes to rabbits. <laughs> wait, wait, real fast. Was that, 
Wait, wait, it was a grown-up though, right? Yeah, she was a grown-up. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I do love how your platform changed from radical garden terrorist to just family values. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> mostly, mostly family values. It's as if a politician was like giving a stump speech took a left turn, realized where they were going and went, <laughs> I'm just going to completely change the subject. I was talking about my dad and then I realized like how that disappointment is probably the wrong word, but how he would, he would not want to hear like, Oh you, wow. You were telling a story about me on a podcast where you're super high. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Does your, uh, the rabbit. Would, does your dad not, um, how, do, how would he feel about your weed smoking? I don't know if he'd actually care about my weed smoking. Hmm. I what mean, about mine? How does he feel about mine? <laughs> He's very disappointed in you. Okay. <laughs> very disappointed in you. Yeah. Um, awesome, guys. That was hilarious. That was great. Both really great points. Um, you know, we've worked really hard here, DJ Blue Dream, so uh, I think we've earned it. Why don't we just go ahead and take a blaze break, shall we? Yep. And if you're at home, you can follow along. Yeah. Uh, welcome back from the blaze break, everybody. Um, we just had our, ourselves a nice little, uh, a nice little blaze here in the studio and, uh, we're going to jump into it. This next segment, uh, I want to r- welcome our guest Rose O'Shea and she's going to present, uh, her segment romancing the stones. Nobody wants to be alone. Bring flowers and some munchies. It's romancing the stones. <laughs> with Rose O'Shea. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Great, uh, ma- great title. You, Let's talk right away. Great title yeah, for the segment, yeah. right? Yeah. Great title. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, stuff. great title. Really good. Um, so, uh, Rose, uh, welcome. Thanks for hey. thanks for coming. And uh, so, you have uh, you have like a test you wanted to talk about with these guys, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll just dive right in. <laughs> Yeah, we can dive right in, right? So, um, you guys are on a romantic uh, segment. Okay. Right now. Um, I know, Fernie, you're married, and Casey, you're bi curious. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But so, um, what we're going to do is are you guys at all familiar with the 36 questions? Have you heard about this? I've heard of this. Yeah, same. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, um, for people who aren't familiar with it, um, a psychologist named Arthur Aaron, uh, a few years ago, many years ago, uh, wanted to, wanted to do an experiment to see if he could create intimacy in a lab setting. And what it's called is, um, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, sustained escalating reciprocal personalistic self-disclosure. Wow. You know, it didn't have to be that long. That. <laughs> He didn't have to make it that many words. Well, that's self-indulgent to me. Um, that's how psychologists talk. I mean, it's a real study. And so he developed 36 questions and then invited participants to come in, strangers, um, do the questions. And this, they are this escalating intimacy. These like tiers of questions that are designed to make you feel more and more intimate with somebody. And the sto- as the story goes, first two strangers off the street to sign up and do it, heterosexual male, heterosexual female, sat down in front of each other, did the questions and wound up getting married and invited the whole lab to the wedding. Wow. That's crazy. But that was a long time ago. And so a woman uh, writing a modern love column for the New York times pretty recently was like, 
so interested in that. And so she was like, I will write about these questions um, and may as well just do them with the dude I'm like currently seeing for the article. Um, and they did them and also fell in love. And like, so it's this, so then it was, became like sort of a phenomenon. You know, people were like, what, is this, this, is this, can you do it with anyone? Is mm-hmm. it possible? Is it magic? Is it witchcraft? <laughs> so wait, all you have to do is ask each other these 36 questions mm-hmm. and you'll immediately fall in love. So that's well, the, the second idea. case, they were already dating. No, they weren't. Oh, you said that to the guy I was, she was with at that time. No, I think it was a colleague. She oh. describes him as her oh, colleague. Damn. What if you got to like 35 questions? And then stopped <laughs> right short of like just madly the falling one. in love. <laughs> You're like, ah. or like you forgot or you lost one of the questions. <laughs> you stop. You're like, this is yeah. too real. Yeah. I don't want to fall in love with this clear monster. <laughs> yeah. It's too one powerful. More question. One more question and we fall in love. And I don't know if I want to do that. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, which might happen today. So yeah. I really don't want to disrupt any sort of relationships you guys are in, but I would Mm -hmm. love to try this with you. Um, One aspect of the experiment is you do the 36 questions and then you do two to four minutes of uninterrupted eye contact, (laughs) (laughs) which might be where the real love. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah. So should we do it? Let's do it. Okay. We're not going to do all 36. That's wild. Uh, but you know, Let's ask them some does, questions. Does the eye contact only matter at the last two minutes or should we be looking at each other? Oh no. Yeah. The eye contact is like the last thing. you Okay, do. cool. Cause um, these like tears. Okay. You know? okay. Um, so I think we'll you. do like, <laughs> you know, eye contact. On the first time. <laughs> <laughs> my first, this is my first time. This is my first, oh my gosh. First they're so question. shy. This is <laughs> so great. Funny. This is great. Um, yeah. And so I guess sort of the idea, we were talking about this, James and I were talking about this, like it would be interesting to do it with a current romantic partner, yeah. just maybe up your intimacy level. But it, the study was designed for strangers, for people who are not romantically involved. And it wasn't even designed to foster romantic love. It was designed to like foster just intimacy between strangers. People just interesting wanted to fall in love, I guess. It makes mm-hmm. you fall in love. I'm actually really scared for the two of you. <laughs> okay. So let's just, let's not just me. see. So you two I'm are excited. answering the questions. You yeah. and I are not. Correct. Right. Cause yeah. we don't want it. Cause it's too much. It's we don't want too, no, I, yeah, too many yeah, crazy yeah. things might happen. Yeah. Crossing lines. That's oh. not a good idea. I think let's only have three people fall in love here today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One of the hardest configurations. <laughs> <laughs> Odd number. Of- <laughs> uh, that'd be great. Okay. Let's see. Let's do a question from the first tier. Um, okay. This one's innocuous what would constitute a perfect day for you uh my perfect day would be no tell fernie oh that's yeah. okay. eye, contact, <laughs> eye contact is important then all well, right i mean it's for you too you know okay eye contact <laughs> right. uh okay my perfect day would be uh sleeping till like 11 i wake up uh near a body of water it could be either a lake or an ocean uh i play basketball I'm really good at that <laughs> and so I, in that game, especially. <laughs> and then um, it's probably now what time is it like two? I haven't had any lunch. Oh, I had lunch before. I want to have lunch when I before basketball. Then I play basketball. Now it's probably three o'clock. Uh, I probably take a nap. <laughs> a lot of my perfect day is sleeping. <laughs> You're going to love being dead, man. <laughs> uh, I wake up, I go swimming, probably in a pool, though, not in the lake or the ocean. Um, that's just there. So then I go swimming in my pool 
it's like four o'clock now. Um, I guess I have a bunch of friends and family over for a dinner. Um, and then, uh, I don't know the last thing I do, maybe go like walk up to some cool view and look at the view and then just like chill out at night watching a movie or whatever. I think that's it. It's a lovely day. Yeah. It's a, lovely day. It's a good day. I pro- uh, yeah, I probably should have had sex at some point. <laughs> I'll take I'll take the day I already as I described it, but that's really funny. Maybe that dinner, who knows? Your perfect day, you don't fuck on your perfect <laughs> yeah, no. day. No. My perfect day, I like try and get returned. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I like I like the rejection. Yeah, yeah. Funny. Right. Um, my perfect day would probably be also be sleeping in, uh, probably till also around eleven, uh, and not having uh, to specifically do anything for that day. Um, like during the day, so I can probably uh, uh go out to lunch, uh, maybe write, um, but be somewhere I actually want to do that, so somewhere peaceful, like in uh, out by the coast or something. Um, then probably at night, uh, I really like I really like going to restaurants, so like a really nice dinner somewhere, and then maybe going to like a concert, going to a show mm-hmm. would probably be like a lot of those are my favorite like nights of being like oh go see a band, yeah, um. And then, like, you really make good time on the way home. <laughs> that's, that's the that's the capper. Yeah. Like, like, well, normally that at least twenty minutes. I did it in ten. So, like, neither of you guys are going to have sex on your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, man, I go home in yeah. those ten minutes. That's ten extra minutes of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, tier one. Great. Awesome. Um, let's 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 accelerate tiers. Set two. Okay. Um, alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. What if you're strangers? I mean, we're not, but the idea is sort of like at this point you've answered uh, 22 right. questions okay. together. So great, great, great. Things you recognize. So couldn't possibly already. be strangers. Great, great. So um, one more time, I'm saying five things. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Great. Great. You want to start? Sure. <laughs> 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 that could be my uh, first one. <laughs> you want to <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, that is going to be my first one. Yeah. Submitting to Yeah, no, no, not submitting, willing to say yes to stuff. Yeah. Cool. Willing to say yes. That's right. my first one uh, for you. Okay. Um a uh, uh, a really good teacher. Mm. Uh very intelligent. Um very funny. Uh very funny. Uh uh, I think uh, it doesn't have to be one word, right? No. Um, sure. no I, I think like uh, uh, have like interesting ideas of stuff you want to do. Like um, the show's not funny. So, like that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. I think you like have really cool goals of not like just funny is not enough mm-hmm. and doing more. Cool. Um, I think you educate yourself about things that um, uh, I think you educate yourself about things about all things. And so that's interesting to me in that, like, uh, you have, uh, very well thought out opinions. I think your opinions, uh, are sp- importantly well thought out. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Wow. How many is this? No, I've done uh, four. Okay. So this is your fourth. Uh, so then, uh, uh, I think also, uh, you seem super dedicated, um, to like everything you do. I don't, I, I don't 
I've, like, I've never seen you half-ass anything, which is like a, a really great thing. Thank you. Uh, my fifth one for you is going to be, uh, you seem like a very good friend. You have uh, a lot of friends who you keep very close and you help out. And I think that's great. Uh, and then my fifth one for you is uh, you're always very uh, uh, like, I think like open to new people. You know, you're not a closed off sort of like, well, I don't know you, so I don't know you sort of thing. I've seen you be like really like just open to people, especially like, uh, you know, around comedy when people are like terrified, mm. really, really like a, 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 a window for those people. That's really cool. Great. That was great. This is great. <laughs> for those at home, uh, Alex and Casey are holding hands <laughs> right now. Uh, this is building intimacy. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm, it's building it for Are me. you afraid that since if you don't do all 36, like if it's like if you don't finish the spell, you create enemies? Like, <laughs> oh, no. like to be trapped in this <laughs> hatred. <laughs> oh my God. We should stop. We should stop right now. <laughs> I'm looking um, over the city of Los Angeles. Happened to that podcast. That is an interesting idea, though, because like if a psychologist could can could create 36 questions to foster friendship, I mean, you have to then be able to create 36 to foster. Yeah, find a way to go the other way. Oh, yum! But I think the tough thing is from doing two of these. Like a lot of the, I think how you foster uh, a relationship is like sharing things that you don't typically share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I guess like to do the enemies one, I'm not exactly sure because the opposite wouldn't work. I don't think like not mm-hmm. giving a lot of information isn't going to make right. you hate somebody. Yeah. I wonder if you could foster enemyship between strangers because I fully could see a psychologist being like, I'm going to ruin these people that know each other. Sure. Yeah. But I wonder if you could between be like dark questions, strangers. right? Like what is like, uh, what are your, uh, like what are the things, what are your worst thoughts? Yeah, I feel like or that even would just create like, intimacy. Just, uh, yeah, even yeah. just like reversing what that last thing was, that last question. I feel like it's if like you five reasons why you hate this yeah, person, like yeah. five reasons that you hate you this person, you already don't yeah. like them. Yeah, like yeah. or five five flaws that you see in this person, or yeah. something oh like God. that. And like, that's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the only question. Oh my that's God. all you need. And now you have <laughs> enemy. Now you have an enemy. <laughs> well, it does seem like these studies are usually like you hear these horror stories of like, you know, they brought a stranger in off the street and then had an actor pretend that he was being killed at every oh, time right. you, you push a button or he was like yeah, experiencing yeah. pain and e- e- everybody does it. Everybody kills the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one's actually very sweet. Yeah. Like, isn't yeah. about testing yeah. our um, humanity. Can we do one more question? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do, let's do one more. We'll do from the third tier. No, oh, these boy. are the real wow. intimate ones. Um, okay. Tell something about me that I thought the first one was more intimate because it's sharing about me. <laughs> like the, the second one is talking about you. So I'm like, oh yeah, I can do that. <laughs> um, oh, let's just do the last one. Okay. Uh, share do you a- want to fuck this person? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. And then four minutes of uninterrupted. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that While you part. fuck. Okay. Share a personal problem. Ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. Okay. Fuck, I'm going to need to think about a problem. Personal problem. Wait, so, oh, you have to ask for advice for a personal problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. You have one? No, I'm trying to think, I gotta of, think of a personal problem and then one that I'm willing to These share. These guys are podcast. at ease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. What if I was like that kind of host that was just like, 
wanting you to just like dig deeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, more personal. It's not ending until <laughs> <Yeah>. I cry. <laughs> Nobody can leave until I get something good. <laughs> I guess I can't. Okay. Maybe this is one. Maybe this is, okay. this isn't like a, a huge problem, but it's something mundane that problems I struggle with. Uh. It's more of like, a, maybe this is even more of a advice thing. Um, but you just so, give me advice. Yeah. <laughs> you should do yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, did that count? <laughs> now reflect that back. <laughs> uh, like I, I've been trying to work. I've been like, uh, I have a really hard time, uh, you know, feeling like, uh, if I like say no to something or if I like can't do something that like it, it's like a really shitty thing. Like it like kills me if I have to say no or not be able to do something. Mm-hmm. And like, it really stresses me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it's also great. You know, no one can do everything that pops up. I have this like weird fear. Like, Oh, I'm being a dick if I don't, or, or, or that's a lost opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I can't figure out how to like not feel that way about mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, I, I have a, a similar thing and I don't know if this exactly answers your question, but one thing that I like to do is to like get out of LA a little bit because when I do that even if it's for a day I realize like I'm not fucking missing anything and if it was yeah. something important I'd fucking go back and do it uh, and then the idea of like saying no to people is just like I think everybody gets it and then it's also a little bit that uh, that lesson of like no one is thinking about us as much as we think they are right mm-hmm. like if you say no to something it's not like that person's like burn my bridge um, <laughs> mm. uh, so I think you can get past more of that stuff uh, and not have to worry as much and then That's Casey, great. reflect to, okay, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you've chosen. So, um, so now you tell me how, vice versa, you tell Fernie how you think he's feeling about his problem. Oh, Make sense? ask your partner to reflect back. To, I'm so fucking ripped. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem. Yeah, that oh. makes no sense to me. I think so. I, I think I, it I, just, I no, say, that, I say to him, like, you, you seem like, as you described yourself, like okay. a little worried about it and, and like it's a stress. Um, but it doesn't seem like it's ruining your life. It's just something that you think about probably more than you need to think about. And I think you're aware of that. We did that. Perfect. We did that right. I think. I think, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great. Here's a personal problem of mine. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm willing to like put up with a lot at places I rent. Like, uh, I never complained to my landlord. Uh, and I'm realizing that like I should, I think, but I just don't want to. And so like, I'll do stuff like I switched, uh, parking spots Cause she asked me to, and I was like, yeah, sure. And then I parked in it. Like the first time I was like, oh, this parking spot fucking sucks. Which of course she, I, someone asked me to switch. I should have realized that. Uh, but so then I text her being like, Hey, I don't want to, uh, I want to you know, have my regular spot back. And she's like, okay, I'll look into it. And then just never replied. And I eventually was just like, oh, it's fine. It's not that big a deal. It's a parking spot. And a similar thing with like my, um, AC unit, I have like central air and it, like after when I run it, it like drips and it loud and it's like in the wall. I think it's in a thing, but it's still in the wall. And I'm like, can you get that looked at? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll look into it. And then she tried like one day, like, Hey, there's a guy in the building right now. Are you home? And I was like, no. And then that was it. And I didn't like, and I feel like I feel weird about following up being like, Hey, would you check on that thing? Uh, that's my problem. Okay. Yeah. Um, is, is that, that person like the, like, is that like the landlord, or like a manager person? Did manager. They own it? Yeah. Um, so I, I guess like probably, my my advice would be, you know, just to like, 
if it's bad, just be super annoying to her. It's probably the only way <laughs> you can do it is just really be the most like pleasantly annoying person so that it's not sort of like, hey, I'm getting pissed at you because then they'll just go, well, fuck you. But just I bet then she'll feel like she has to do it. Uh, and then if they still don't do it, then you get to go like, look at how reasonable I've been for so long. And now, you know, there's a bulging water wall. That, I can <laughs> uh, that can happen. Oh yeah. Oh, I've God. seen, I've seen that shit before. Yeah. It'll almost, I mean, statistically it'll probably happen right here at any moment. <laughs> statistically? Statistically. statistically. Yeah. I have the math to back that yeah, up. Yeah, statistically, if you say statistically before anything, Sounds it's real. a fact. Yeah. <laughs> statistically, that's true. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I just like very friendly bother her so that like by the fourth day of an email or a call, she's like, oh, this is now in my self-interest to make this stop, mm -hmm. uh, I think is probably the way to handle it. And yeah. as long as you're nice about it, it's probably also her job. So mm -hmm. Yeah. And how did I right. feel about my problem? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it seems like something, it felt, seemed like you felt uh, like annoyed by that thing, but not yet to the point of like, okay, I'm furious about the fact that either I'm not doing that or this. Uh, and it seemed like the sort of thing that, uh, like, it might be something that you were like, oh, the landlord, uh, if it's something about dealing with that person or just like, I have a hard time if it was a boss or whatever, doing mm -hmm. that same thing. Okay. It's great. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> great so segment, Rose. <laughs> well, wait, they have to look into each other's eyes, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe just for like 60 seconds. Yeah. Let's just do a minute. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Wait, I'll time. Am I, allowed, am I allowed to make noises while they do it? Yeah, as long as they don't interrupt okay. eye contact. Okay, great. So I can talk and stuff. Uh, <laughs> we can't wait. We've already started. I don't know if you're counting. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, watching, the, I'm okay. watching the clock. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to clean my Makes it much easier. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, build that intimacy. Yeah. Uh, no, come on, music, music. <laughs> yeah, no, build it, build it. Yeah. <laughs> this is also how, like, cults break people. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, this is the master. <laughs> Even with the music, it makes me uncomfortable. Oh, it's wild. <laughs> I'm not even doing it and I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> it's hard. Well, imagine this happening not for a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Absolutely. With someone you're like now really intimate with. Yeah. But you just said And this has to go on for four fucking four minutes. minutes. Oh, I'd hate it. Uh, and that's, that's, that's time, guys. We did it. That's did time. It. How Great you, job. How do you feel? Very intimate. Yeah, I want to fuck for anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do think it would work though. I, I in creating intimacy, I think it it for sure. works a little bit less uh, in that by the by the time if we had shared thirty eight things and then yeah. the last thing was like tell me a personal problem and we weren't on a podcast where everyone can <laughs> fucking hear what I'm going to say, yeah. uh, then I would, I'm sure share something, a real yeah. deeper personal problem. You up to that. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. for well, sure. Cool. And then just looking at someone for a while is fucking weird. So you, you might as well enjoy it and make yeah. the most out of it. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Love this yeah. person. Well, I don't like it. Embarrassing <laughs> to me. <laughs> Did you follow him around with a recorder? Oh, man. That's so funny. He, I just, he always does it. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, it paid off. Yeah. <laughs> to me, helps me focus. Wow. Where, where are these from? Some interview or something? Yeah, they're, they're uh, from, a, from a different podcast. Oh, <laughs> hilarious. That's really funny. Cool, you guys. Um, well, thanks for doing that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, of course. It out. That was great.
Yeah. Uh, I think that would work. If there was anyone listening who's like, oh, there's someone who kind of likes me. Give it a shot. Do that you know, thing. I, yeah. we, uh, the relationship I'm in currently, we did this like the second day we were dating and we've been together for like a year and a half. Wow. wow that's amazing. Yeah. That's great. Rose, where can we find you? Mm. I mean, I'm sitting right across. Right <laughs> uh, On Twitter, maybe. Yeah. What's your, yeah. So I'm at Lady Astronauti. Awesome. Cool, man. Great. Great. Thanks, Thanks a lot for being on the show. I yeah. appreciate it. I'll see you later. Uh, awesome, you guys. Um, so before we get into this last segment with you guys, uh, let's just have uh, DJ Blue Dream and a good vibe moment. Good vibes. Oh, not bad vibes. Good vibes. Bad vibes. Get out of here. Good vibes. Good vibes. DJ Blue Dream's good vibes. <laughs> So this is a minute where I just want to give you something that gives you good vibes, either a fact, uh, a little piece of sound. Uh, for this good vibes minute, <laughs> I'm, oh, I hope it's a piece of sound. <laughs> <laughs> Not two pieces is too much. Oh, too much. Too much. Not a glutton. <laughs> One piece of sound. Uh, for this good vibes minute, I'm going to play a short clip from uh, it's a children's orchestra in 1974 playing the theme from 2001 A Space Odyssey. This is a children's oh, orchestra. Great. Jesus. They had it for a while. Uh, they were doing so good. I know. And, and then and then it just went to shit. It went to absolute shit. I liked it. <laughs> That's right. Uh that was a good vibe. That was a good, good vibe. That's great. Um Awesome, you guys. So uh, for this last segment here, you guys are uh, you guys are familiar, I'm sure, with uh, uh, TED Talk, mm -hmm. right? TED mm -hmm. Talks. Um, well, uh, this is going to be, uh, you know, uh, a high version of that. Uh, weed Talk. And uh, I'm going to give you guys. Great name again. Great thank, name. You. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you guys. What? what? Names weren't picked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> high talk was <laughs> high talk wasn't picked. Um, yeah. Smoke talk. I'd love you could just talk. email me the list because I'll just spend days going over that. THC uh, talk. THC. Like oh Ted? man. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want a position on this podcast that do doesn't pay, <laughs> and will take up a lot of your time? <laughs> Sorry, mom, dad, can't come up for Christmas. I'm coming up with names for a weed podcast <laughs> segment. Uh, I need more, Casey. I need more. <laughs> um, awesome. So I'm going to give you guys a prompt. Um, uh, this is the title of your of your TED talk. Okay. Um, it's on an index card there. And, uh, basically you guys are, uh, 
gonna there's there's no time whenever however long you want to mm-hmm. get home um two minutes <laughs> three hours i don't care i mean there's not an official thing so one of these segments <laughs> you've sent up it's, it's laid back and low-key uh yeah again uh as the podcast goes on uh the rules get <laughs> the rules if you guys wanted to leave right now you could. <laughs> that's how loose the rules are with this podcast you could just leave and i'd be fine with it um yeah, you're gonna do. Uh, you're gonna do a TED talk. That's the title of it. And uh, who wants to go first? So TED talks are like I I know something smart about the world, and I'm trying to in- give exactly. You information that. Yeah, cool. yeah. It's it's like a, a presentational. You're delivering information to like. Uh, apparently, they're like crazy expensive to get into. Uh, like actual TED talks. Um, to like sit in on. Apparently, they're very expensive. I don't know. I have no response none, to that. None of us supported you. Yeah, yeah. Nobody else. Nothing. No phrase has ever affected me less than what you just said. <laughs> Nobody has anything to add to that brilliant piece of <laughs> conversation. All right. Almost, well, you guys are fucking morons. <laughs> it was almost a rumor, though, that you were presenting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, those things are yeah. kind of expensive. I, I made it up right now. <laughs> I panicked and made up something. <laughs> Uh, cool guys. Who wants to go first? I can go first this time. Awesome. Casey. That's the TED Talk team. I'm here to talk to you about eating people. (laughs) This is a TED Talk called Embracing the Cannibal Within You. That last word's important. You. You are a person. You are made up of so much stuff. Intelligence. Beauty esteem. (laughs) Uh, And how do you get more of any of that stuff? Well, you have to find another person and you have to eat them. I've been eating people for two weeks now and I can feel the difference. Yes. As you will notice, I'm currently being surrounded by police from the very moment I started this Ted talk and I knew that would happen. So if they kill me, I want one of you in this lecture hall to eat me. <laughs> also, <laughs> uh, I don't. Uh, <laughs> great, perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Oh man, that was great. That was great. Uh, I just imagine this guy just surrounded, just trying to hurry a TED talk <laughs> as like SWAT is busting through the window <laughs> uh, because he likes getting eaten, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Fernie, you ready, buddy? Yeah. Awesome. Everybody loves trees. A lot of times, many people like walking in the forest. Imagine yourself walking on a wooded path down a, and deeper and deeper into a dark wood. Look around at the trees if you can picture them. What do they look like? Tall, strong, very sexual? <laughs> the answer is very sexual. <laughs> this TED Talk is called The Hidden Eroticism of Trees. <laughs> And like you, I, of course, have noticed how deeply aroused I am when looking at a tree. When I'm walking in the forest and I look at those boughs stretching over, creating a canopy or the roots going into the ground, I think that is, I, I want to fuck it. I want to fuck it so bad. But you don't get it the first time you see a tree. It's hidden away, tucked away. You might think that's just a tree. 
That's just something that someday will be a board used to build a house. But once you really know a tree, once you really look at it, see its branches reaching out for you, its bark, you'll realize that it looks like a dick or a vagina, depending (laughs) on what you want it to be. (laughs) The beautiful thing about trees is they are the most erotic thing in the world. The earth's many penises jutting out of the ground. Those same police are here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that was great. Uh, That's a good point, man. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. The Earth's many penises. Um, Yeah. Very phallic. Uh, That was great, guys. That was so great. Thanks so much. Uh, Thanks so much for doing the podcast and being here. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Uh, one at a time, Casey Faye, where, uh, where can people find you or, uh, where can they see you? Uh, if you put, uh, my name, C-A-S-E-Y-F-E-I-G-H, Casey Faye into stuff on the internet, uh, that might all come up and, uh, oh, great. that'll uh, work. I do shows at UCB and sometimes you'll see me on TV. Cool, man. That's great. How about also, you? Does it, f- it feels like we've uh, been here for three hours. <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that accurate? No, okay. no, not at all. Great. <laughs> you, you have a warped sem- sense of time right now. <laughs> okay. uh, how about you, Alex Fernie? Uh, yeah, I do shows at UCB. Uh, you can follow me at Fernie, Alex. Uh, and I feel pressure to promote Bajillion Dollar Properties, which is a show on CISO that I wrote on and directed a bunch of. Uh, awesome. and it's really great. And check it out. See, I fucking did it, Tim Baltz. I did it. <laughs> your fucking eyes off my head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tim Baltz is going to be in another episode. <laughs> Fernie should not have broken the fourth wall. I asked you at the beginning not to do that. You told right. us nothing at the beginning. <laughs> you just kept saying prompt and I didn't yeah. know what you meant, but I pretended I did. <laughs> I just passed you a joint and said, thanks for being here. Uh, thank you so much for listening. You guys, please follow, uh, us on Twitter at I'm too effing high and, uh, we'll see you next time. Dude, that was hilarious. You guys were a great job, dude.